people i'm coming back to you again um with another episode this will be episode um, number three um in season two we're going to continue the conversation about toxic behaviors um so i've been kind of just guiding along with uh some toxic traits that i've had um that i've either overcome or that i'm finding ways to overcome them um, in the last episode, if you haven't, you know, took a listen to, definitely go back um, because it kind of gives you a little bit of an insight on, you know, one of my um, most prevalent uh, toxic behaviors. And today I'm going to continue on that and then, you know, jump into um, some other ones that, you know, I definitely have as this, you know, month goes on. So, of course, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So, here I am just talking about me, my life, um, and the impact that I've had on myself from decisions that I've made um, and people I've dealt with or things that I've dealt with. So, today um, I discovered, not, I didn't discover it today, but Today we're going to talk about another one of my toxic traits that I had, which was, you know, seeking validation from others. And, you know, throughout this whole self-journey um, that I've been um, going through, I've opened my eyes up to a lot of things that I had tucked away and never wanted to, you know, relive those things, but I found that it is something that I have to take care of in order to, you know, be able to move in the purpose of my life. And I know a lot of people don't always agree about revisiting your past and how it really doesn't tie into your future and things like that. But if something traumatic has happened to you and you haven't properly allowed yourself to heal from it, it is something that you... um need to go through um everyone is different you may not need to relive the traumatic situation but you do need to learn how to let things go and move forward so you're not stuck in in a pattern to where things either keep repeating themselves or you keep repeating some of the same behaviors not understanding where those re repeat behaviors are coming from and I was like that, where I really wasn't allowing myself to realize where those repeat behaviors were coming from, and I kind of was just brushing things off. But the more I dug deep down into my being and discovering who I am and learning more about myself, I did discover um, that a lot of this did happen in my childhood, and it never dawned on me that things could happen at such a very young age and not knowing what that was. So I was able to trace this uh, behavior as far as seeking validation from others all the way back to elementary school. And I say that because 
I remember being in elementary school in the later years. I'm talking more or less like your fifth, sixth grade year, you know, you going into middle school. Because um, we all know, boys, girls, we're all mingling, finding out things about each other, growing, finding out that you like boys and things like that, or you want friends and the whole popularity, um, you know, thing is all in, right? So I was able to trace this uh, behavior all the way back to then, and it surprised me because I never looked at it that way before. But I was always finding myself trying to seek approval, trying to fit in, trying to be at times something that I knew I wasn't um, just to fit in. Um, I adopted different ways that I've seen, you know, so-called friends or friends acting, and I would try to imitate those types of behaviors because I seen that it was working for them, but it didn't exactly work for me. And so then I started discovering, you know, well, maybe if I act this way, it would gain a little bit more attention, right? But the behavior that I ended up acting in was, you know, the whole flirtatious uh, um, behavior and, you know, never really going forward with anything, but just that whole flirtatious uh, behavior, um, being friends with all the males and all that, you know, just to kind of feel validated, to feel something from someone else. Um, most of my issues never really came from home. It always came from peers and things like that. And like I said, overall, just trying to fit in. But I could date it all the way back to then, and things just, you know, continued to get worse as time went on. I developed low self-esteem. Um, I developed, you know, no self-worth at all, not even knowing what that was at that time. But going through middle school um, all the way into high school and in my early adulthood, um, you know, I always had put on this facade as to someone who really did not care about what people thought of me um, or, you know, I am, you know, this person that just has it, not has it all, but okay with what I have and you all are missing out on that. That was the type of attitude that I had and, um, you know, not realizing the self-destruct that I was going through, not realizing the self-sabotaging um, behaviors that I was adapting because throughout that, that's where I came into always wanting to seek attention or grab attention from primarily males. Um, and it just led to one thing after another. Um, wasn't that I was out there being promiscuous, um, I had a tendency of being very flirtatious, a tease, um, and just really seeking, you know, like I said, that approval or, or to appease or to please. I, I was kind of picky when it did come to people I lay down with or slept with or, you know, had some sort of sexual relationship with, um, believe it or not. But I would select those people because of their either popularity or their status um, and things like that. And, 
you know, I became very good friends with um, them and discovered, you know, what they liked. And from there, I kind of used that to what I thought was my advantage to have them like me. Um, And I thought that giving up sexual behaviors for that would keep them there, right? That never works out. And that's what I'm talking about. Um, Those are the types of behaviors that I experienced and went through. And it was by no means great at all um, when you look back at it. And I'm just glad that I'm at a point now where I am loving on myself more and I found my worth and I know I'm worth it and I'm deserving of a specific type of, you know, relationship, whether it's a friendship, um, whether it's it's a, you know, a significant other and things like that. So I, I have my standards in line. Um, I have my boundaries uh, set and, you know, it's always a continuous um, work for, you know, for that. But just looking back at the way that I treated myself, treated my body, the things that I went through, um, I did mention in, you know, the other podcast that I did have a couple of abortions. And this is all due to the toxic behaviors that I had and not trying to understand where it was coming from then and just kept making excuse after excuse after excuse. So, you know, it does a lot to your mental and I'm surprised that I'm not even, excuse my language, more fucked up than what I am um, or that what I was. And no one out here is perfect. Um, but I just think that, you know, finding yourself and having more faith and belief in yourself, um, getting sick and tired of being sick and tired, and it, that was something, you know, that my mom had said to me um, in her last, you know, days before, you know, she passed away was, you know, my relationship at that time, and I was pregnant, and I just didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I just knew that that relationship was extremely toxic. I knew it wasn't the greatest position to be in. I had hit an all-time low because in that stage of my life, I, you know, was living in another state with this um, with this guy and with this man and the father of my um, my child. And, you know, I pretty much lost everything. You know, I, I lost and my car. My car was repoed. Um, the situation that we were in just was not the greatest. And I just hit a low, and I just remember my mom saying to me that, you know, everything with me and my child was going to be okay. And she said, baby, you're not tired until you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I knew at that point that everything that I was doing to myself, everything that I had put myself through um, in the past had to stop. 
And I started dropping off a lot of those toxic behaviors then. And from that point, you know, I feel like the healing has started then. Though it was very small steps, the healing has started then in me trying to discover who Cassie was. Um, you know, you, you always hit a pivotal moment in your life to where you know when things are enough. You know that you have to fight for you. And that's what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for myself because no one else is going to fight for you. They might be able to assist. They might be able to give you suggestions just like me. Me opening up about my life may just give you suggestions on how to move forward if you have a similar situation or if you're in currently that similar situation, how to move differently and your options, always weigh out all your options. You know what I mean? Like, if you have people that you can lean on and confide in, do so. If you need to go in therapy, do so. Get whatever healing done that you need to so you're not making those repetitive mistakes over and over again, especially coming from someone that I'm trying to tell you, having those abortions, if I had my head on right, as they say, if I wasn't trying to suppress and, and deny and be in that negative headspace, I would have done a lot of things differently because going through that is the most traumatic feeling ever. And I can just tell you, like, you don't want to experience things like that. There's always different options. Of course, some of us are put into situations to where that is our only option. Don't let anyone judge you for it. Don't, you know, let society put you in this bubble to where you feel guilty because that's where I was at. I felt guilty and I didn't know how to move past that. So that toxic behavior of trying to get validation I had started healing from it from that point on when I had that conversation with my mother and it just definitely kept growing from that point on did it go away right away no because even up until I want to say honestly last year is when I completely won over that battle and I'm able to recognize when that trait starts to come up again and I'm able to handle things a lot differently now um, and it teaches you a lot when you start loving on yourself and finding out what your self-worth is um, so definitely if you're one of those ones that are here seeking validation, looking for approval, um, look deep down in yourself and ask you ask yourself why you're doing it. Because if your reasons for doing it does not align to a purpose, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. You should never seek validation from anyone because you're free to be whom you are who you are. Don't let society stand up here and dictate how you move, how you think 
you know, any of that. Don't let them place judgment on you for you to make decisions that you know just don't align with who you are. Um, so definitely, if you can learn from, you know, my experience and the the story I have to tell, that is one of the biggest things. So I sit back and if I start noticing that behavior coming up with, you know, either a thing or, or a person and I'm trying to prove myself to someone or I'm trying to get someone to really like me the way I like them, I step back and ask myself and I evaluate that relationship to figure out why I'm doing it and if it's necessary to do. Because a lot of times we just listen to listen and we don't listen to seek understanding. And I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, we hear what we want to hear but we're not really hearing what that person or that thing might be saying. And it happens all the time when it comes to relationships or building a relationship. And I can just truly say sometimes you just need to check yourself and really listen to what a person is telling you. Don't think that you can change their mind by becoming what you think they want you to become in order for them to like you. Don't do it. That's the trap I fell in many times. Don't do it. Because if a person is standing there telling you that they can only be a friend to you, then that's all they can be. If a person is sitting there telling you that they want nothing from you, then accept that and move forward, no matter how much you may like them um, or that you want them to like you because of, don't do it. You'll cause yourself a lot more headache and put yourself into situations that you know that was not good for you at all. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if if those things help you, all, all I can say is, For that type of behavior, you really need to sit back and look at yourself, um, figure out why it is that you're doing the things that you're doing to try to feel validated. If it comes down to a job, don't ever try to validate yourself at a job. Um, That's one of the biggest mistakes in the workplace that you can make because you'll find yourself getting more and more frustrated because you're trying to prove something to someone who honestly really does not have good intentions or care about you when it comes down to anything um, in the workplace. Um, No matter how much you try to work for a a specific position, no matter how much you try to prove that you can do it, at the end of the day, if you were to get sick or to die, and I know you've heard this before, they will always find someone to replace you. If they simply do not like you at all as a person, they will find a way to get rid of you. So why seek validation from a a workplace or from someone in a workplace um, environment? That's a big no-no as well. I learned that the hard way. Um, You know, I was at my job for nine years, and I was always constantly trying to validate, get myself validated to, you know, really prove to them 
who I really was, let them know, you know, I can do this. And, and I used to go above and beyond for this place. And I mean, everything. I would find myself, you know, being in the office, running the office by myself, being in that office until 11, 12 o'clock at night, um, trying to get things in order, trying to fix mistakes from, you know, previous management, um, to even, you know, fixing mistakes from when I first started and never getting the validation or the appreciation that I was looking for, but I was constantly doing it, constantly taking time from my family, um, you know, constantly, you know, getting stressed out, crying over the things and the ways that a place could treat you after putting so much, you know, blood, sweat, and tears in building that place up. And that's what I experienced with where I was working at. And, yes, I came from working in a mental health office. And believe it or not, those are some of the stresses that I dealt with. And, you know, trying to help the patients out towards the, you know, half the time I was there. So about year four, I finally realized, you know, it was more so about the the patients than anything. And I would go above and beyond for them. I would go above and beyond for the job itself um, to always get put into a situation to where I was being lied on. I was being, um, you know, not appreciated for the work and efforts that I've done, being accused, accusations being made, um, all of that. I went through all of that. And when they finally laid me off due to what they said was, you know, when the pandemic was really um, in, I didn't fight it this time. And I just let it go. You know, I prayed to God and he helped me work through it. So as you see, toxic behaviors don't only deal with, you know, personal relationships like a significant other or things like that. It also incorporates in other, you know, aspects of your life from your work relationships to, you know, your significant others to friendships, all of it. Um, just try to sit back and ask yourself, like I like I've been saying throughout this whole podcast, sit back, evaluate, become more in tune with yourself, start appreciating yourself more, um, start validating yourself for yourself. Everything you do should be for you, not for anyone else, because you're never going to feel the appreciation from that other person no matter what they say, no matter what they do, because none of us think the same. And I hope this helps you guys, but I'm going to end it here because I don't want to keep you guys on too long. And we'll come back and talk about some of the other toxic behaviors um, that come up. And I'll try to see if any of these other toxic behaviors have related in somehow into my life and I'll probably give you another life story of Cassie um but definitely guys don't seek validation from anyone that's all I can really say 
Um, I hope you guys are out here being safe. Um, I know a lot of places have, you know, lifted all restrictions for the COVID. A lot of people are getting vaccinated, things like that. Me personally, I'm still kind of staying in my bubble. <laughs> um, you know, I go out when it's necessary because I am trying to build a business. Um, since being laid off, um, that's some of the great things that have happened to me. Um, like I said, me being laid off was a blessing in disguise. It has allowed me to be there for my son who's still in school. Um, so I've been able to be there, help him more. I'm getting more in tune with this whole school system, which, by the way, I feel as though it really sucks. But being able to be there for him, my daughter, on the other hand, she's graduated, you know, and she's in, she's 20. Um, and, you know, me and her started a business up. And, you know, I've really been focusing on that, um, using whatever funds I can use from, you know, being on unemployment to some of these stimulus things. People really look at what you're using your money on and if it's going to be making you money back in return. Um, so that's some of the things that I've been doing. I've jumped back in real estate. I'm still doing the podcast because I absolutely love you guys and always will thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and listening and, you know, me ramble on. <laughs> but in some way, I hope this really is helping someone out there, um, you know, inspiring someone not to be ashamed of themselves even if they are dealing with mental health issues, even if they are dealing with, you know, just personal issues overall. That's my whole hope for all of this. So you guys continue to be safe um, and, you know, tune in for the next episode. I look forward to talking to you guys again. Um, I love you guys. If no one has told you that, I definitely do. Um, believe in yourself and I think you guys are beautiful. I really think you guys are worth whatever it is that your heart desires to go out here and do. Our lives are short, and we need to live it to the fullest in a positive way and stop a lot of the hate that's going on and judgment. So stay safe. Talk to you another time. Peace out, guys. Love you.